up, good people? Welcome to another episode of Talk of the Shore. My name is Raven Wardlow. And I'm Langston Frazier. Yo, we're back another week, another episode. What's up, man? Chilling, chilling, chilling. How, how was your week? Yo, busy week. Very, very, very busy week. I mean, sure. like, we're recording an episode late this week. It's all good. Good vibes. But it's yeah, all good. It's all good. We're we here. We got a good guest uh, lined up. So, as always, if you didn't check out last week's episode... Uh, with Stella Johnson from the volleyball team. Please go wherever you get your podcast, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Check it out. Listen to that. And as always, HBCU Fat. Yo, HBCU. Man, that rhymed just now. It did. You keep hitting them. Every week, it's like something else. And I just appreciate that. I just appreciate that. It's, still, it's some biggie bars I was just giving you. Exactly. You thought that was mine. It was not. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> I give you credit where it's due. But right, anyway, yo, HBCU fact of the day. I got a good one for you, as always. As you know, tonight, the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. But we're going to switch it up. I'm going to give you some basketball okay. knowledge, kind of some WNBA knowledge. So right. here's the fact of the day. Do you know uh, who the first player was to be drafted into the WNBA that attended an HBCU? No. The first person was Denise Graves. Howard University was drafted by the Sacramento Monarchs in the second round in the greatest year of the 90s. <laughs> 1997. That is your fact of the day. Why was 97 in such a good Because I was born in 97, you oh, know? Okay. We're still considered in the 90s. Everybody after it's like, oh, if you're born past 97, you're not born in the 90s Actually, or whatever. We're going to go 95, really, to be honest with you. 95 and back, y'all different kind of kids. Promise. <sighs> Obviously, I'm prior to that. But yeah. Y'all different. Yeah. Y'all different. I For like real. to claim myself in the 90s. That's I mean, y- y'all was born in the 90s. But, but I think I'm in the 90s. I got the last bit of everything. I got the floppy disk. I got the, you know, the stuff on Cartoon Network. I got all the good TV shows. I know how to write cursive. Like, I got, like, the that whole generation after us just doesn't know. Yeah. I at least have some knowledge but of what it is. It started to change after 95. It started to change. Kids 95 and after, that's that's. I got, one. like, the old school TV shows. That's a different... That's a different vibe when you're after dog, 95. And that Nettie, Kids Next Door, like the, like the good stuff. I guess. Okay. Well, anyway, that's your HBC fact of the day. Um, yeah. We have a guest. We do have a guest. And so, first time, for the first time ever. Ever. We, we don't have a coach. We don't have a player. We don't have a student of the university. Right. We this actually, is truly talk of the show. We short. went outside of these... Hallowed walls, very true. University of Maryland Eastern Shore, and got another guest. So today we have Derek Jarman, who is the program manager in Worcester County uh, Recreation and Parks. What's up, Derek? Man, what's good? What's good? Uh, glad to have you here. Glad to have you. Um, me and Derek used to. Well, I do a little work with Wicomico, which is a uh, county, which is in Salisbury. Uh, he's in Worcester County now, but. Uh, I told him, you know, the podcast was going, and I said it's for the whole show. And he was like, "Hey, I'm I'm down to come on. I'm down to come that. on." So I feel that, you know. Nice. A few weeks later, here he is. So, uh, Derek, so you're a little familiar with the show a little bit. Man, I'm a little bit. I'm a little, a little bit. bit. Okay, so where are you from? Where are you Man, from? I'm originally from uh, Berlin, Maryland. Berlin, Berlin Maryland. Maryland. It, but most people, when you say Berlin, what do you think of? Germany, oh. obviously. 
<laughs> Germany. Yeah, I mean, you know. You, <laughs> or Ocean uh, City. Yeah, yeah, Ocean City, man. You, you, you think of the beach. You think of yeah. the beach. So if you had to describe Berlin in three words, what would it be? Ah. Um, man, small. I know this is too close-knit. Um, and... Man, I say supportive. Okay. I say supportive, man. They, Folks, uh, we, 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 we stick, for, we stick we with the home team. We have news. We got the hyphenated. It's a hyphenated word. Hyphenated word. He broke the street, man. Close, close, but close knit is actually a true hyphenated right. word. It's not, you know, live music. We or don't something like the like dash, that. but it's actually it's actually a true hyphenated word. So, why would you use those words to describe uh, Berlin? Man, just from my experiences uh, growing up, you know, it's one of them things where when you're in high school, you're always trying to try get into a little bit of trouble here and there. Not, <laughs> not too much. Get that. But, um, man, growing up in, in an area, everybody knew somebody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I if I went out to this spot that I wasn't really supposed to be at, uh, it was an aunt or uncle that was there. It was a cousin. It was a family friend. And you kind of had to dodge a little bit, had to bob and weave. But, man, it's in, in, on the flip side, when... Uh, People are in need. You know, something's going on in the community. Um, everybody tries to pop back on and, and really support and show love. So I, that's part of the reason why I'm still here. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, for you, we'll just start with what's a couple of things about you, you know, just as a person, you kind of, you know, you've been on the shore, your, you know, your whole life. So what's what's some things about you outside of, you know, just kind of growing up on the shore that, you know, you'd like to do now as a, an adult? And honestly, like the 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 thing that I didn't do that much when I was younger was go to the beach. Like I hated the beach. Why not? Wow. It, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't my. It wasn't my cup of tea. Um, but now, now, <laughs> now, and and I have kids. Oh, I got, yeah, I got right, two right. kids, so you know, take them to the beach during the water all day. But I like it. It's. For what I do daily, I'm able to to chill out and kind of get away from everything and disconnect. But growing up, man, I didn't understand saying and everybody being out there and under umbrellas and right, kind of gives you kind of a guarded kind of aspect of what's going on because you're from the area. I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I, I tell people too, like because I know people that like live near Myrtle Beach. Yep. Like when you always by the beach, you don't realize how much of a luxury it is. Because you're like, oh, you know, the beach is 15 minutes away, so I can just go whenever I want to go. But for most people, they're not that close to the beach. But, you know, hanging out at the beach, that's what's up. So uh, as far as your job uh, in Worcester County and then kind of, you know, also in Wacomico as a program manager, uh, what exactly does that um, entail? Man, it's uh, it's fun. It's, it's a lot of busy work, but it's a lot of fun, man. We get to create um, awesome programs for youth. Uh, and, and everybody, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes think that if they don't live in a certain area, they can't be a part of an event or um, like a, a sports league. But that's the that's the bright side, man. Youth sports is for everybody. Every kid. I mean, we had some kids that come from as far as Virginia. Uh, I've had kids that come from Delaware to basketball leagues and, and soccer tournaments and everything. But on a day to day basis, man, it's running programs for kids. Uh, we create different events, whether it's free backpack events, um, 
man, I've been a part of uh, music festivals, uh, beer festivals, which have been, you know, fundraisers for different things that we've done for the youth. Um, and now I'm, I'm kind of sliding over to the side of sponsorship. So I get to get to talk a little bit of money with people. That's what's up. That's nice. what's up. That, that's, that's really, really cool. So you talk about kind of the sponsorships and kind of giving back to kids. Something has to kind of start this whole kind of thing of you wanting to kind of give back to kids and be involved with kids on a day-to-day, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing outside of having your own kids. Uh, what kind of sparked that interest into you kind of being involved with like recreation and sports? Um, you you want like the the cutesy version, or you want like the real? I want real the deal. origin we story. We gotta get the real. <clears throat> the I want, we need the real. Story. We need the real. Uh, all right, so I was um I went to SU. Went shout out to uh, Salisbury University. I know we here on the shore, but you know, I, got, <laughs> I got I got to give my little shout out. Um, man, I was out there. I was good. Thought I was gonna be a uh, athletic trainer. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to be. Nobody could tell me otherwise. And I had a conversation with. Uh, one of the, um, I forget what she was. She was like one of your your educational, not aid, but like a, a kind of an intern for them. Not like counselor. Oh, okay. yeah, like, like, like advisor. Yeah, counselor, like your advisor. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, oh, gotcha. And I, you know, I was having some some talks with her, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is the route I want to go. And um, I mean, she helped me figure things out, but she point blank told me, "You're not gonna graduate on time." Most of your credits aren't going to slide over. So I went from athletic training to physical education. And I'm like, man, come on. Something's got something's got crossover. Some, some, something's got to get Something got crossover a little bit. So I use that as my fuel um, to keep going. Obviously graduated on time. I've been a teacher. I've been able to educate kids for 10 plus years. I've been an athletic director. I've been a health teacher. But it honestly, it stems from my my family. Man, my grandparents were not the richest of of folks, like a lot, but they always looked out for whoever whoever was in need of something, whether it was clothes, whether it was food. There were always other people in like my grandparents' house, and, and kind of seeing that growing up, I was like, man, how can I help people? But how can I do it on a on a grander scale? You know, I don't want to nickel and dime myself a little bit, but to be able to. To really go into the community, get that that fifteen hundred, that five grain, that ten grain, and, and bring it back to programs and events, and I was all about it. So, uh, where did you teach before you uh, kind of got involved with working at, uh, you know, the county? So I taught at Glen Avenue for two years, elementary school. It was a public school in Wicomico County. I taught for a little less than a year at the uh, Worcester County Alternative School. That was man, that was that was crazy. That was eye-opening. <laughs> that, that was eye-opening. I'll come back. I'll come back to that after I finish. Uh, and then I went to a private school in in Berlin, Most Blessed Sacrament Catholic School, where I was PE teacher, health teacher, uh, athletic director. I was tech support a little bit and. Um, I did like some speed and agility training, training with the kids. Jack of all traits. That's, yeah. That's a jack of all traits. Yeah. That's a lot of traits for sure. Yeah. So take us back to that that was that alternative school like situation. Like you said, you were gonna come back to it. What? Yeah, yeah. What was it that kind of hit your mind? Um, so so with alternative school, you you know, with alternative school, it's it's folks that um have had some issues in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it can be their fault. Some of it, you know, not their fault. Whatever the case may be. But my first couple weeks there, you get introduced to some of the kids. You start knowing, you know, that this kid is a knucklehead. And, you know, this kid really is, 
out here for blood a little bit. You yeah. know, this kid is just kind of, they ain't want to be in wrong school. Wrong place, wrong time. Right. Yeah, yeah, that type thing. Um, so I, sometimes we have to restrain kids, unfortunately. So I had to restrain a kid, man. He's, he's in, I think, at that time, like second or third grade. Mm-hmm. He's second or third grade. He's going crazy. He's throwing chairs. He's kicking desks. So we get a call on the walkie-talkie. Man, he's going crazy. He's going crazy. Somebody got to be in there. So I go in. I'm, of course, I'm still a little bit younger at that point, so I'm talking to him. Man, what's going on? You all right, man? Let's let's talk. He didn't want to hear that. Oh, he, no. he didn't. He didn't want to hear that, so he starts swinging a little bit. So needless to say, I had to restrain him. Um, man, I had to restrain him for like 45 minutes. Like by myself on, on the floor, you know. <sighs> He calms down. We we get it cracking. Whoa. Uh, a month later, I'm called to another school, um, still in the county. And uh, this is a second grader that had had some issues and, you know, he was dealing with some things. So I get to school, get some background on him and we get the call. They're like, he's here. I'm like, OK, what you mean? Thanos here? What, what's going on? <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know what was going on. So, um, man, we, we talked to him. Parents, they didn't want to get him out of the car. They were scared. And I'm looking, I'm like... The parents were scared? The, par- the parents were scared. The wow. dad, I, I've never seen like a parent like kind of quivering a little bit. And I'm second, he's like seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so let me let me, let me me give you the foundation, man. I'm, I'm dressed, got my slacks on, yeah. got my Sperry's on. You know what I mean? I got my buttoned up, got my tie. I'm looking right. I'm like, all right, man, let's, let's get him into school. So we, we get him in going crazy the entire time. And we get him in like his his room. They had like a room that was kind of padded, you know, had some things in it uh, just to make sure he didn't hurt himself or hurt anybody else. Goes ballistic. My man goes ballistic, didn't want to be there, didn't want to be with us because we were new. Needless to say, my man grabs just about anything he could, grab my tie. So that's the one thing. I'm restraining him with one arm, trying to get my tie off. <laughs> right, so like said over the here. Uh, and I had a pencil. I had to have I happened to have a pencil oh, in my in my shirt. Oh no. Man, he grabbed that thing. I've never seen a second grader like almost like like it was Chucky. Like, <laughs> man, like this, ready to go. What? And I'm like, look. He's not gonna stab me. Like that's that's not gonna happen. Like, if he's, yeah. like we're not we're not doing that. Yeah, we're, wow. We're, 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 he's not gonna stab. I'm 34 years old, man. I've never been stabbed. Knock on wood by a, another grown adult. Yeah. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be stabbed by this little kid. Yeah. Um, so we ended up having to sh- restrain him again. Uh, we had to restrain him, and it's it's sad because you realize. Like it's, some of it's not it's not their fault. Yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with a kid that's that young, and his parents are. Scared of him, shaking. Like, yeah, there's the the teachers have no, they have no chance. Like they have no yeah. chance because I mean he's not even being the people who actually raise or you know brought him in this world and raising him are scared of him. So they can't even like the teachers have no chance. And my brother's a teacher. And he's got first grade. He hadn't had any horror stories like that. I mean, not that he's told me, but. uh I know for him, the biggest thing is, you know, you can do everything you can at that school, but you, you kind of need that, like, parent reinforcement when they get home. And then when the parent is scared of the kid, it's, it's, it's no way it's going to happen. So Yeah, it's a co-op effort, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, parents it's, and kind of teachers and yeah. make sure, you know, it works out. It's it's supposed to be. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be. It's supposed to be. I'll that's give you, a, yeah, I'll at give least you an, that's what they said. I'll give you another little funny story. Um you know, when when you sign your kids up for school, you got to give contact info and everything mm-hmm. just in case something pops off, whatever. They're sick. 
whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. had a had a child that, you know, was going through some things and it was like, okay, we, we need to make a call home. We need to set up, teach a conference. And that kid looked me in the face and said, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, good luck. I know how to use a phone, man. The number's right here. Cool. You going about your business. We'll deal with you in a little bit. Man, I called that number, and I called that number three times, and each time it was, hi, welcome to KFC. Hi, welcome to KFC. Hi, welcome to KFC. I'm thinking, all right, well, what what would you think? Uh, the you parents that n- worked at KFC? Yeah, also like, yeah. it was an employee? That's what, that's what you would think. It's an employee. So I asked, you know, I asked for the, for the uh, mom's name, nothing. I asked for dad's name, nothing. So I, I'm guessing they randomly put that number down. Maybe that's, you know, a place that they, they frequent often. But they gave you the number to KFC. And gave I, me the number to KFC. And the fact that the kid knew and said good luck, that's the funny part. Man, he chuckled. I mean, <laughs> that, that's wild. He chuckled. Uh, <laughs> that's wild. So did you ever figure out, like, why they put that number down? or is... They didn't want to be contacted. That's, yeah. They, did, they didn't want that contact. So. That's crazy. Yeah, man. It's some, just because you're a parent don't make you a good parent. <laughs> just because you're a parent doesn't That's make facts. you a good parent. Anybody can become a parent, but yeah. Bec- becoming a parent is you know it's not. That, it's, that's kind of easy. Not a part. hard process. That's, that's the easy I mean? part. If you don't know, get with somebody in Google. Right, but find a Google. Yeah, but I mean, it's not hard to become a parent. But being an actual good parent it takes some time. All right, so you, you grew up here on the shore. Uh, kind of what what was your? I guess where did you? I should say, like, so where'd you go to high school? Where'd you go to, you know, middle school? And then, you know, you involved with sports now. So did you play when you were in high school and kind of? Yeah, yeah. So when, when when did you retire? <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when did I hang them up? Yeah, when did you hang them up? So so I did go to school around here. I went to um, the Stephen Decatur, you know, okay. shout out, shout out to the Seahawks. You know how we get down, we get busy. Um I love the pride in the school. <laughs> yeah, man. We, 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 I, love, I, I love that. I'm not going to lie, man. Look, we, we are one of, um, in Worcester County, we're one of three high schools, and we are the biggest high school. You What's have the other Steve, You have Stephen Decatur, you have Snow Hill, and Pocomoke. Uh, Stephen Decatur is twice the size of Pocomoke and Snow Hill together. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're 1A. They're 1A. At that time, we were 2A. I want to say um, Decatur might be 3A now. Yeah. Might be 3A. Uh, man, talk to Kevon. Yeah, I know. He, yeah, he, 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 he down with the squad. He, I know, for sure. No, no, I went to Stephen Decatur. Uh, I played football and uh, I ran track and field. Track and field was my sport. I, I will be blatantly honest because I'm I'm older now. It's it's okay. I mean, I was trash at football. <laughs> I was trash. <laughs> Bruh, I like what track. Position, what position did you I play? I was a running back in corner. That's what they just, yeah. they just they just stick all the they stick all the fast guys at corner and running but, back in high school. That's what they doesn't teach that's how to catch the thing. You, you know, when when you're in when you're in middle school and you're faster than everybody else and it's a toss, it's a sweep. Yeah. You feel good, like man, I'm outrunning everybody. This is great. <laughs> and we had we had a uh, we had a a practice and I hadn't got all my pads yet. I just had my helmet and I had my shoulder pads. So you have. Single safety, you got a receiver, receiver, you got your quarterback. Quarterback's running, just throwing goes. But it's it's a drill for the defensive back to break on the ball. Oh, yeah, to break, I know what you're talking about. Break on the ball. 
So I'm streaking down. I think my face mask is up here. So, you know, you're looking like that, like how Pat White's face mask yeah, used to be, just, like up on his face. Yeah, yeah so I'm running. And I'm looking like this. Ball comes. I think I'm getting ready to catch it. I didn't catch it. I take one look, and I see the safety. I'm like, man, it's lights out. That's <laughs> me. That to me, man, and, and yeah, and I mean, you gotta think about it. I didn't have any leg pads on. Yeah, oh. I had butt pads. I didn't have <sighs> knee pads. I didn't have, um, you know, thigh pads. Nothing. Like, and I mean, shorts. he, he, yeah, he cleaned my clock. I, if I knew what I know now, I definitely could have been a better player. I just didn't. I didn't put the work in. I'm not gonna put that all on coaches. You know, a lot of people, man, that coach. If I could have been this. Man, that was on me, because mm-hmm. I obviously put the work in. You know, I got busy on on the track. Um, yeah, yeah. But, so talk but, talk about your kind of track side. You know, the football didn't work out, but you know, you see, it looks like the track might have been. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I played special teams in football. It was what it was. I liked it. I still like football to this day. But track and field, it runs in my family. Man, my uncles they ran track. So uh, when I got to high school, there was a little bit of buzz because the coach knew of my family, my my uh, parents. Um, bus drivers in the area. So it was kind of known that I was going to run track a little bit. And uh, I got out there and I didn't have any expectations because I'm a dumb freshman. So I'm not I'm not thinking anything. Mm-hmm. And we had a, that night before our first meet and he's going through who's going to be on the relay. And you got everybody else, seniors and four juniors. By one? Huh? Four by one? Man, four by one, four by two, you know, all of it. I'm sitting there, dude, I might have been playing on my phone or something. It was like, Derek Jarman. Oh, this one, me? I thought you were talking about the other one. Yeah, so I was on the four by one my freshman year. What leg? What leg? I was I was third leg. I was Ooh. I was third, third leg. leg. I I fluctuated between third leg and uh and anchor leg. Okay. I was anchor. That's weird, because the third leg runs the curve and then the anchor runs the straight. It runs straight away. Usually the first and third and then the second and fourth kind of switch. I, I'm gonna break it down to you. So so that was my freshman year. My mm-hmm. sophomore year, I broke my foot. So I ran in maybe two meets, and and that was it. Um, I was doing long jump, triple jump, and I felt something. I couldn't even make it to, like in the pit. I was like, man, something's, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Went to the hospital, broke my foot. Come back my junior year. At this point, we got my man Benny Tate with me, right? Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he's playing football. He's playing basketball, and he's running track with us. And uh, we had a one-two punch. So he he would start us off, okay. Finish it. Every it didn't matter what was in between. Yeah. No, you know, no no slouch to those guys, but it didn't matter what was in between. All we knew we were gonna start strong. We were gonna finish strong. And that hurt my heart when he went to Snow Hill, my, uh, my senior year. But <laughs> it is what it is. Ben Tate uh, played in the NFL. For those yeah. of you who did didn't know, he played running back with the. With Texans, Texans, for Texans a while. Um, Browns for a little bit, yeah, and Steelers. I think yeah. he had a couple good years in there. Ben yeah. Tate could move, man. Local pride. I like shout that. Out, shout out to Ben Tate. Yeah, man. man. His family, man. They're still they're local. They're still they're still they're, local. They're still they're still, they're still, still, still at the crib. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> still on the shore, as they say. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so now, uh, as far as the University of Maryland Shore, where we're at right here. Like growing up here as a as a kid on the shore, what um like how often would did you come to campus? Uh, 
you know, field trips. Like, so what was, what did you feel your relationship was like as a kid? And then obviously now, you know, professionally it's a different relationship, but what was kind of, what do you feel like your relationship and then the community's relationship is with the uh, University of Maryland Eastern Shore? Um, growing up, man, we didn't really come here for as many trips. I think we talked about it a little bit off air. We didn't, I mean, we came for the normal things, yeah. uh, health expos and mm -hmm. like job fairs and stuff, but it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't really realize that the shore was a D1 school until I got in probably middle school. Mm. I didn't understand it. I didn't, I didn't, no one ever broke that down to us that we have, you know, a D1 school here in our backyard. Um, I mean, even, even looking at it from a basketball standpoint, man, I, I know some guys now from what I do and some, some homies that I grew up with, phenomenal basketball players that just weren't recruited. By mm -hmm. UMES. Um, I don't know what the reasoning, you know, behind it is, but we, we weren't like really introduced to, to the shore as an option. Mm -hmm. even, even SU wasn't that big of an option yeah. for me until probably my sophomore, junior year. Do you think it was more of a standpoint of people's like, I'm trying to get off the shore? Right. That's, that's kind of what like, I'm cause thinking. Because that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking because they feel like, hey, if I'm from here... I don't want to go down the street just to go to... Even mm -hmm. though it's a massive university, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to go, you know, down the street. It's funny you bring that up because, um, man, a lot of people that do end up going off and they end up coming back. Right. End up coming back after about a year. I knew somebody that went to University of Hawaii, and we're all like, "Hawaii, wow, okay, yeah. cool. We'll never see you again." But but kudos to you, man. <laughs> year, year and a half, back, just just couldn't. They were like, "Man, it's just it's different." You know, when you're here, you're you're used to that. And even even myself, I um, I my my big probably top five, top six was SU, Morgan State. Mm -hmm. Towson, Hampton, Bowie. I think I did apply to to the shore. I think I got in, but it, you know it was just kind of like at that point uh, I, I felt I felt obligated. I was yeah. like, man, I'm here. Right. I, it's I, a I local might school. Well. Yeah. yeah, I might as well. Let me see what what's up with it. But I was man, I was I was ready to go to Hampton. I was ready to go, and I think I shared this story with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I was ready to go to Hampton. I was hey. I was all set. Hey. Man, we go on that visit. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, oh. Oh. Yeah. Friday's oh. at Hampton. Oh. That's, oh, that's a story in itself. If, if you've never been to Hampton on a Friday, it's lovely. Especially the weekend for a football, oh. for a football it's weekend, lovely. too? It's lovely around this, there. So, so this was spring. Oh. So oh. This, this was spring, so oh. I'm ready to Come go. On now. Even better. Even and, better. And, I mean, you know, y'all were talking about, you know, the year you were born. I was born in 87, so... um, 87. Yeah, you know, 80, baby. Um, <laughs> so we get there. At that time in, in 05, my senior year, we, we wearing some baggy clothes a little bit. We we on our dickies and thermals and everything. <laughs> so I had, I man, look, I had her matching. I had the hat with the, with the dickies, with the, <laughs> with the long sleeve um, thermal under it. So we get there. We're at the student center, and we're walking. We're in a group. Everybody else is looking around, doing their thing. And I'm just like... That's where I'm going to be at next year. I'm, I'm happy, smiling ear to ear. And uh, one of the ladies that works there, she comes up to me. She was like, you got to take your hat off. I turned around. I was I don't go here. I'm, you know, I'm on my official visit. You know, I'm hoping to be here next year, you know, because it's great. Well, we don't wear hats inside, so you need to take it off. 
I look at her like I don't, but I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know the norm because I don't go here. I'm sorry, but it was the way she approached it. Mm. At that point, man, I looked at my parents. They looked at me. We kind of had that that smirk, like y'all just lost out. Yeah, hey, you just lost out. Come on, Hampton. It's it's about the experience. <laughs> I get I, I get I get that. Like you probably understand why yeah. she was saying it yeah. now, but. Were you it's 17, how you, their 18. perception of how you see things when you come into those types, types yeah. of situations. If that weren't to happen, you probably would have ended up going there. Oh, I would have. Man, it was it was a done deal. It was a done deal. But I took I took that to heart. I took that like, man, you, you kind of was it was it what she was saying or how she was saying it? It was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Like at that at that point, man, I don't mind taking my hat off, but. Growing up in that small area, uh-huh. I always know to respect your elders, respect women, respect adults. But I felt like you're not giving me that same respect. Uh-huh. It would be different, you know, if I had my pants all the way down to my knees. That wasn't the case. I just wasn't dressed, I guess, the norm that they were used to. But that's that's cool. That's fine. But man, it's, it's all how you it's all how you how you talk to people. So got one thing. Man, yeah, man, that, it hurt. that's crazy. It, it hurt, man, because I was like I said, I was ready to go. It was Hampton, it was SU, and it might have been like Towson. Those were my my big three, and I never told my parents that. Never told them. They just kind of knew because we liked the Hampton, Virginia area. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm out. You're not gonna talk to me. You're not gonna talk to me in front of my parents like this on a Friday, <laughs> right? And I got my fresh fit on. That I that look that I ironed right. the night before. Prepared to come yeah, on this man. trip. You're not gonna right. Talk to me that way. Wow. So, so I was so I was out, man. I was out. And um I I think I made the right decision. I definitely think I made the right decision. You know, people kinda ask me now growing up, like, man, why why'd you go to SU? That's you know, that's white school. Man, school, school. I got a great education. I'm doing great things in the community. Um, and I'm bringing I'm bringing people together. I'm bringing demographics that normally wouldn't. You know, you've seen it. I mean, I, I had meetings with Rotary Clubs, Optimist Clubs that are giving thousands of dollars to a youth basketball league that has mostly, you know, African-American black kids, um, ethnic kids in it, and they have no problems. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, you know, things would have changed if I hadn't gone to SU, but I don't know if they would. So, yeah. So right. What what's, what's the one thing you kind of take away from your experience at kind of ask you overall if you had to pinpoint it to one thing um and you could kind of summarize your you know your four-year college experience in the one kind of sentence what would it be i'll give you the question again man you want the real or you want, I want the real this is a real show we talk about <laughs> real issues on I'll, this I'll show give you, i'll give you I want both the real um, issues man su i learned how to party man i learned i learned how to party because again like people you know people will come from uh morgan or Bowie, like yo I'm, I'm coming up for the weekend man y'all y'all know y'all probably not doing anything and i was like well come on campus, we, we can find something, we'll find something to we'll do find something to do it's good by Sunday, they're like, yo, I, it's like this every week? I'm like, yeah, we start we start about Wednesday. <laughs> but um, no, besides that, man, perseverance. Perseverance, like I said earlier, just the that um that counselor kind of telling me, you know, some things, trying to put some speak some things in my spirit and in my heart that that wasn't true. So I had to learn, you gotta pave your own way. You mm-hmm. pave your own way and you you do what is on your heart. It's not what other people think. So I think perseverance is really, really the key. What 
What's if you were to answer that question, that same question you gave him, if you like about but about this school, the I don't real, know. You don't know. I'm still. I'm. You know. Obviously, I'm two weeks away from graduation. I'm still processing it. Man. I haven't. I haven't thought, I thought about I thought it. This was a real show. This is a no. Honestly, it's a real show, and people have been asking me that question for like the last month and a half. I just pushing it off. And what's the last two weeks gonna do? <laughs> and what, nothing, what can happen in the nothing last two really, weeks? Not, nothing really. But but okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. Is this? Uh, it's it's a it's a chance. How would I summarize it? It's a chance to grow. I think I've grown a lot from my freshman year to now. <laughs> Jeez, and all the things that I've done at this university. Um, but it's just the chance to do something that people couldn't believe that you could do. Um, I, that's how I kind of summarize my, my journey here. Um, and just following the right proper steps to put myself in, you know, right places to be where I want to be. Um, and a little bit of determination and a little bit of people telling, you, no, you can't do this and saying, well, screw that. I'm still going to do, you know, what's in the best interest of me and where I want to go in my life. And I thank those people and they've, they know that, you know, I'll thank them and say, hey, I'm, I'm where I am today because of, you know, decisions um, that have happened. All right. Let's see. See, now I got a question. You got you got me thinking now. What's up? You got me thinking. So is is there any piece of because I know for myself, when you're a freshman, you can't wait to get on campus. You mm-hmm. smiling ear to ear. You just want to be a part of you everything that's going mix. on. You just want to be a piece. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of that like? Excited, jovial freshman, like still there, like oh, their peace completely. And 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 I'll, and I'll say this, and and it's one of the things that I that I learned in high school with this speaker that we've learned, and I, and I keep it with me to this day. Is E plus R equals O? Your events plus your reaction equal your outcomes. Okay. And mm-hmm. so just being in the right place and kind of your your reactions to certain events that have happened, whether it's in your personal life or your, you know, your academic life, puts you in certain outcomes and certain situations. Yeah. Part of me that excited 18 year old freshman that I still have the picture of when I pose next to the, you know, the opening sign at UMS right when you come in my first day here before I even stepped on campus. I still have that picture. I still look back. I was like, wow, that was a, that was a young guy. Didn't know what I was walking into. But, but you, you you made it through. I made it through. Woo. Man, somebody asked me like a couple weeks ago about college. Right. And to be, and I think I made a mission on the show too. There's only two days in college I remember start to finish. It's the first day I got there and the last day I was there. I remember what I had on. Yeah. Like I can, it's like, yeah. I remember loading up the yeah, truck. I can, I can tell like, you what yo, I had I'm on going, my first I'm going, day too. Yep. Freshman, I remember I need, mom, dad, don't even help me unload like I don't got, help me I got this like wait well, once we got everything in the room I'm like all right bye right like, get out of here I remember that me and my boy started walking and mom was in the car <laughs> no she wouldn't cry really no man wow that's a that's not a in myth. front of me it's a yeah. I think it's a myth not in front of me I, th- I honestly think it's a myth no Derek. I mean par- oh. parents cry don't get me right, wrong right, but, right, right, right. but they they bounce back or I, I will I think my parents and some of the parents of like my friends and stuff, they bounce back quicker than they think. Right. Man, I remember because I was when I was in um, undergrad and I was in South Carolina State and I used to be an orientation leader. I remember we was taking somebody on the tour, like whatever we was doing. 
I can't remember, but I was remember I was in that dorm, and that it was a girl's dorm, and she was her like she was giving her mom that hug, you know, right before they go, yeah. and bro, her mom was like. Ooh, who crying like ugly face? But, uh, I think I think makeup. Parents. Was it one where she had like catch? No, nah, she was started. just like. Well, I think like I <laughs> guess her, I mean? her the dad was there, kind of saying it's gonna be alright. But, like, but but I think she it's just realizing crying. that that you've made it, that you've made it to like this next spot well, in your see, life. It, well, here's another thing too, though. I man, because I'm a different kind. At of least dude. the way that's the way I was my different kind of dude. It. When I was getting, when I was, I was 16, 17 years old telling my parents like, yo, I'm a, I'm about to blow through that. I'm going to get a master. Like I was, t- I told my mom when I was 16, I was going to have a master oh. by the time I was 22, 23. And, and I did like, I was see, I mean, I'm telling you like, so for them, I guess, I don't know. Maybe they just feel like this is the next stop. Plus, I mean, my mom went to school there. So I knew I was going to see her in a few weeks at like a football game or something. Right. So it was all good. But like, they were not crying. And then. They weren't crying. My brother was still in school down there at the time, so like, right? They've I mean, been, they've been through it before. Yeah, they kind of been through it before, but it was a little different because you know, me and my brother, the way me and my brother like went to school was like just a different situation. But um, nah, like, hmm. yeah, like I was ready to go. I was like, look, y'all get back in the car, go home. Right. Call me when y'all get there. Like, I'm exactly. I was out. And so that's what I'm saying. Like I can remember everything about that day, and then I remember everything about the last day. Shout out, shout out to my roommate Keith. Uh, woke up. You appreciate this, Derek. Woke <laughs> up, and I hear "Good morning," and I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> and then it was, but it was the Kanye West <laughs> graduation album. He was. We played it all the way through, like three, four times, like just back to back. As we was in there, you know, getting our room together. Recovering from the last night, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I was sitting. That's what that was the time I was like, man, it's crazy. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, I'm out of here. Like, I'm yeah, out of here. And that, it, but that, it was, that part hasn't hit me. So yet. all the mem- like, all the me- yeah, give so, it time. Yeah, so all the memories is was 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 with me then. And then it's it's crazy. The funniest part about college, and you 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 probably know this too. Like when you talk to some people from college, like years after you've been out. They gonna bring up stories you don't even remember. Oh, oh yeah. And yeah. Like, I'm talking about. Yeah. I somebody told me so. I was like, I said that. I was like, well, I appreciate. I, I'm glad I was. You know, I was there for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said at least I know. I was like, hey, the first your first impression of me was that I was a good person, so I right, take right. that. But I was like, sweetheart, I don't remember none. Yeah. Of that. I don't remember none of that. I'm not looking forward to that part. No wedding, I, no, no, it's gonna the be wedding like the, yeah, the man, roasting just, at the wedding. I'm looking forward to that part because the stories <laughs> are just gonna be like great. Nah, I got listen, man. I, that's the thing. I don't even if if I mean I've been I've been in a wedding, and they didn't give me the mic. It probably was for the best, but <laughs> it's probably for the best. But no, seriously, I like I haven't been at a wedding where I like had the mic and none of that. But I'm like, I don't think I would try to embarrass anybody. I'll probably just try to tell a funny story. But so I hope you know whenever that if that kind of day come for me, I wouldn't you know try to think about it. But man. Whew, good old college, man. Yo, this is it's no time like it. It's no time like yeah. There's no time like I, this I'm time. I'm so grateful for it though. There's no time like this time. The one yeah. thing I'll say, man, is during these next two weeks, man, just reflect. Yeah. Take the time to reflect on it. I mean, I reflect now on different things, even like the music that I was listening to at that time. Hmm. Like, yeah. Like, like I feel like I don't be biased. I feel like I went to school during 
a pinnacle time in hip hop. Like when, yeah. that's when Wayne was dropping mixtape after mixtape after mixtape after mixtape. You know, iPods was starting to get big. Right. So at that point, were you in college when Carter Three dropped? What year was that? Nah, I don't think so. I was no, I was out. Mm-mm. No, Carter Three. Carter Three came out when I was in the tenth grade. So that was was that in the tenth grade? I was in high school. So I, Carter Carter One. I think it was like Carter Three was like oh eight maybe. That's what I was thinking. Oh seven. Oh seven. Oh yeah. eight. It was a, it was maybe oh eight. Yeah. But you I graduated oh nine. Yeah. So man, yeah. Because I came in oh five. Wow. So I still I still yeah. Like I I saw the rise. I saw Lollipop. I saw the rise. My brother tells my brother says, bro, you have no idea what it's like <laughs> to be in a college party when lollipop." <laughs> you 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 don't. You and don't. I was like, I could I was like, I can only imagine. The the thing is this. So so imagine that. All right, imagine that here on the shore UMS. Yeah, you got it. Everything's good. Now imagine you're at SU and, oh. and everybody it don't matter what color. Every, everybody. Yeah. Every, you walk well, into parties I, that you that, don't know people, and they're like, oh, you got iP- you got that new Wayne? And go plug it in. Plug it in. Okay, but cool. that was, I. to me, I think that was high school for me because I re- I never forget this day. It's crazy. I remember, so I went, you know, down, when you go to school in, like, the deep south, it's like you see some weird stuff. You Like, I laugh sometimes with, like, memes and stuff about the deep south. A lot of them aren't true, but some of them are. And I remember uh, No Ceilings was out. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I got to school. Me and my boys, we kind of just, you know, chilling. And I remember this big truck, dirty, dirty, you know, dirty truck. He's probably over the weekend. What, mud bogging? Is that what they call it? Mud. Mud, whatever they call it. Whatever. You know, messing up their daddy's truck. That's all they doing. Dirty truck come in, got Confederate flag on the back, little sticker, but no ceilings was blasting out of his car. Interesting. I'm like, huh? So, so you you gonna roll up in here? You know what I'm saying? Basically, like, yo, I don't want y'all around here. But, it's, but when it's I the get look. to but when I get look. to school, oh, I mean, this little Wayne ain't gonna be playing. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. But I mean, that was so I, I mean, during that time, I can remember like, you know, being a, like even being around all like races of people and stuff like that when I'd be in high school and like certain songs like kind of captured everybody. And so I can only imagine like on the college level. But for me, you know, when I got to college that freshman year, uh, it was round of applause. The Flocker song, that was crazy. <laughs> that was ballistic. You probably was in like middle school. That, was, that yeah. round of applause, man. I was like, yo, this different. And then, listen, round of applause. That and, Roscoe uh, Dash joint. And no hands. That, uh-huh. that no hands with already, Wale. Already knew. And uh, Roscoe Dash, that's, that was All crazy. All the classics. Man, but see, I, man, I was coming up, I was coming up on the grind with Wale, though. When Nike boots hit. <laughs> You, you know what's you funny? Couldn't, you couldn't find Nike boots. You know what's funny? My dog, my boy who I grew up with, he still kind of messed with me sometimes to this day. I was in high school. He was about to play a basketball game. And everybody, you know, listen, whatever. I was listening to Wale, uh, one of the Wale mixtapes. This is before, like, this is before he was at MMG, I think. And this is before Ross and all that. And I was listening to Wale in the locker room. People was like, bro, what is that? I was like, yo, this is dude Wale. Like, he, he 
he liked that. He they was like, where he from? He's like from because at the time, like we only you get what's in your area. Yeah. So like I heard J Cole early because I was in the Carolinas. I heard you know we we, we always hear the Atlanta people early, but. I was like, yo, no, this dude, I was like, nah, he from D.C. I was like, he from D.C., he, he he nice, he nice. And, like, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then, like, a year later when he, like, popped, everybody tried to be like, oh, yeah, 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 I've been on Wale. And then my boy was like, nah, Raylan, like, been on Wale. I was on Wale early. And so I, that was, like, my claim to fame. My claim, but I put, I was I was first one listening to Wale, and when I we was in my high school <laughs> locker room, my brother watching this, he know I put him on J. Cole. I was the first one. He was first. see. That's what I said. My brother was in college. I was in high school, and I put him on J Cole. Let and it be stated for the record. It's stated. <laughs> My brother know. He know. Evan, you know. I put you on J Cole, and now he he don't deny it. But I was just you know. Reiterating for him But so I was like Those are my two times Like I was listening to that Around that time So like You know sometimes It's funny how It's funny how music Like kind of It's kind of like The soundtrack of your life A little bit Yeah I get that It really is Because you can kind of Like people I'm not talking about One hit wonder type people But people that like You know kind of grow Constantly evolve Yeah You you kind of remember Give out good music So for you Being here You know what was What was the one for you why, why you been in school Like what's the song Like you'll hear it And be like Yo that kind of reminds For me, of me I'm gonna be honest It's not rap It it's, don't have to be It's the Hamilton soundtrack Came out <laughs> September of 2015 I had just got I been on campus Like three weeks Shout out to Hamilton Yo this Hamilton I have man. played Hamilton So often I've worn it Out of my phone Finals, midterms Long projects All nighters Is that your uh, Like you're studying like, no, I can't listen to it now because I just get too hyped off of it now. Now that the Disney Plus, the whole the whole film oh, yeah, thing yeah, is yeah, out yeah, now, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can I just like perfect. But I tell you what, I, I, it is what fits perfectly in that time frame. My drive directly from my dorm room to my house is just about two, a little over two hours. I can basically fit in the full uh, recording out, the whole soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, from the door of you and me ass to the door of my house. That's what's up. So that's like when I think of driving down to the shore, Hamilton is it. That's that's ride, what's up. That's his riding music. That's what's up. That's what's Can up. Can I man. get hyped off some Hamilton? That's oh what, my gosh. I like that. Great. I like that. See, when I study, what well, what do you listen to when you study though? Oh, jazz, classical music, jazz, little blues, classical. little R me. Yeah. Okay. What, what would you listen to when you study? Man, look, when I was in school. <laughs> yeah, when you was in school. Um Man, when I was in school, I was, it's going to sound crazy, but I was, man, I was big on the Neptunes. I was big on the Neptunes and NERD. Like, I, I remember, like, real, I remember, like, hopping on the NERD train mm-hmm. before, before it was cool for, like, black dudes be wearing skinny, skinny tees. <laughs> right. Vans. That's you, got, you got the body for it, though. I couldn't, like, my, I tried to wear some skinny jeans one time. It didn't work out. Man, look, I was wearing Vans. I was wearing famous stars no, and did, straps and all that stuff. And people, I did wear Vans early. People and were I looking at me crazy. Yeah. Like, man, what's he wearing? Yo, we wearing Jordans. Cool, you can wear Jordans. I like Jordans. Don't get me wrong, but I can kick these Vans for $40 and stuff right. happens and to have them. and have five, six pairs and you good. Okay. Yeah. So that that was my thing. But, right. you know, now I didn't now get my first pair of Vans until senior year of high school. Hey, what? Yeah, I was late. I still don't have a pair of Jordans. So if anybody wants to donate to the Jordans fund, <laughs> yeah, I will gladly take a pair. I've been looking for the golf shoes that are in Jordans, Jordans, and I have We gotta get you some Jordans. I didn't get my first. I bought my yet. first pair of Jordans when I was a either sophomore, or junior, sophomore in college. 
Yeah, five red fours, baby. That was the first pair that you physically bought yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. First pair I had. And then I think the next one was, I like, then my homeboy was working at a shoe store. I got some Chrome Eights. Um, Chrome Eights, man. They, they, they're slept on. Bro, <laughs> I play on. basketball in those now. Because it's comfortable. I mean, the big thing I remember were the Concords. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. the like, the biggest thing People ever. was dying. Oh, get shoes. yourself a pair of Concords. Concord. <laughs> here, here's my thing, and I know, look, people will be mad with me. I'm sure. You think they hype? No, nah, I'm not going to say that they're hype. Because I got, I got the Concord lows. I got the cool grays. I got... <laughs> I'm about to say <laughs> I got, I, he's, he's seen it. He's you're more of a sneak. Yeah, he's more of a sneak. I, I got a little bit, but um, man, they're not comfortable. Like for for me every day, and I guess where I'm I'm active. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm doing different things. Yeah. Man, Concord is just I don't know how dudes hooping them to be honest. I I feel like that with the ones I got. I don't know how people play, but I don't know how Michael Jordan played basketball in those shoes, though. The ones are not comfortable. Like they're they're the most stylish. Like yeah. as far as I they go with stylish. everything. They're they're all purpose. You can wear them with jeans. You can wear them with you know joggers. You can wear them with shorts. But you know. So my ones, you know, I, I bring my ones out every now and then, but special occasions. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I bring mine every now and then. But um, so hold on before before we get off that. That right. means that means my man has never he's never embarked on that journey of getting that fresh it's, pair. No, where, I haven't. Where you where you not trying to crease them? No. Well, I've done I've done it with golf shoes, but like I haven't uh, done it with a pair of Jordans. This, man, this, this, is, this is different. This is I the process. I I have an experience. So if anybody wants to donate to the Langston, get a pair of Jordans fund, DM me. I wear them. When I walk, if I have my Jordans on, like, I walk, but I walk a tad bit slower. You glide. Huh? You glide. Yeah. You don't really walk. A tad bit slower. I can't crease them boys, man. I spent too much money on that. Interesting. I don't don't, don't get the shoe culture. Look, now, I... Raylan is not going to be spending thousands of dollars on shoes. Oh, definitely. I don't buy shoes to collect. I buy shoes to wear. Right. Right. So that's number one. Now, I'm not so like wrapped up into where I got to get the new pair when they always coming out. That's not my thing. Uh, if I see something that I like, I'll kind of, you know, go for them. But for me, I like my I'm my shoes are pretty all purpose. Like I, I do. I, I can do air. I do Air Max sometimes. I wear some Jordans. I got some Toms. I got some Vans, um, slides. I got some Rainbows. You know what I mean? Summertime coming. Them toes going to be out. <laughs> Pedicure or not, toes got to be out. Be oh, confident yeah, yeah. in who you are. I need some oh, new yeah, pair of yeah, Rainbows yeah. actually. But uh, yeah, like so I, like you know, hey, I got a shoe cam right there. They, come on, man. These are my work shoes, man. They ain't like them. But they Nike. <laughs> shout, yo, shout out to Nike, though. Yeah, these, these just my shoes for work. I actually, I had to run earlier today. I ran across the grass earlier today. Oh, I was just like. Not the campus grass. I, had to run. I was I was late to something. I was like, oh, man, I got to go. Whew. So, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, I'm not really. I mean, the shoe culture is it's a, it's a it's its own thing. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of, I, 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 I get it. I it one of these days. And so, but I, I, I've only waited in line one time. I For shoes? Yeah. I waited in line. No, it's, really? It's, it's real. It, I've never line. camped out. I've never camped. No, 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 no. We're not camping out. I, I'm not spending no night in a mall, but I knew the gate was opening at, let's just say eight o'clock, nine o'clock. 
And I got there. If it was opening, I got there like 30 minutes before the gate was opening. Nope. And so what happened was I got lucky because I was size 12. And um, there's a lot of you guys out there that wear 10s and 11s. So you, you're you struggling. <laughs> but Struggle once, real. I remember what, bro. 10 and a half or 11. I remember when I wore a 10 and a half, my size was never, I, I feel like anytime I went up and said, hey, can I get these in 10 and a half? They'll come back a few minutes. We got a 12. So, I always can find shoes. If you wear 12, 13, bro, we not wear, I'm not wearing my final shoes. But for Jordans, a lot of times they won't, they'll send like two pair of size 12s to the store and it'd be like eight or nine pair. But I waited, I got lucky. A lot of people in there, 10 and a half, 10. Am I looking for a 12? Come up, come on, friend. Come yep. up to the front. So I went right on up to the front, got my got my Jordans, tried them boys on before I left. And then we was good. I had, to, had the Jordans on. Yeah. Shoe culture just haven't gotten I mean, into got to, golf man. shoes yet. You know what I'm saying? You, I, I do with golf shoes. Everybody spend their money in certain ways. You know but, what I'm saying? But like for a pair of Jordans. But this is the other thing too. I like to, you know what I'm saying? I like for, for the outfit to be like kind of. Oh, uh, same. Uh, no, no. What I mean is like it is proportion. Like if you say, you know, you can, you dressing nice. You, you got, you got swag as far as which, what you're wearing. But you know, you got the, $300 Jordan is on <laughs> Right The shoes are a star a $10 show. white shirt No No I'm not That don't count That don't count You got to be here laughing You know what I'm saying Look at him He's trying not to laugh <laughs> That don't count I mean because you got to look at it like this man Somebody done Spent a grip on the shoes I know But I would rather Spend like a hundred on the shoes hundred on the jeans hundred on the I'm not spending I'm not spending Right, please. All right, don't. people. Hypo- let, hypothetically, hi, this is hypothetical. I'm not spending a hundred dollars on a t-shirt, but I'm just, I'm. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm kind of right. more of like, all right, I won't spend three hundred on the shoes, but I may spend one hundred, hundred fifty on the shoes. But that other money I'll use like on the rest of the outfit or like some type of accessory or something. You Interesting. I mean? It didn't get. You know what I'm saying? Like I got mad. Like I got mad scarves. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't really go anywhere do anything this year, so I didn't really wear them a lot, but I got a lot of scarves. Well, guess what? When, when you know, the world opens back up, oh, I yeah, finally, we, we can finally go outside and not wear a mask. Scarf so, hey, still scarf, make sure you go get your shot. But, hey, you, your fits already. Yeah. Scarves, scarves are coming out. So, uh, you know, we went all around, all over the place. So, Derek, we uh, had this quarantine. This is kind of, as Langston said last week, it's been the question of the season. What was your quarantine entertainment? Like, what what did you do during the quarantine to kind of, you know, hey, I'm in the side, but how we how we gonna get this entertainment popping? Man, um, I exercised. I, I worked out. Like the, the routine was cool in the beginning, and then a month later, you're like, man, I'm still doing the same thing every single day. But I would work out, uh, do a little bit of work, and then man, I hop on YouTube. You, I, I, was dis- <laughs> I was discovering music, man. I was, I was discovering music. Uh, I started really getting into the Tiny Desk series. Oh, I man. love the Tiny Desk. Uh, series. Yo, man, it's 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 an intimate vibe, man. It's right, an intimate vibe. Uh, but just just listen to different music yeah. and introducing my kids to like different things. I got a record player uh, during that time. Got my got my Stevie Wonder, my Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, even got my dad. You know, got him one for uh, for Christmas this year. But, man, just listen to music because I mean that that. With something you could do It's a yeah. nice day outside mm-hmm. Man Look Blare that music And, and yeah. keep it going Nice Sure 
What's your, what's, what's been one of your favorite tiny desks, Langston? Um, my favorite, my go-to that I go back to is um, Gregory Porter, who is a jazz mm-hmm. artist. Um, where it's a, um, what is it called? A kangaroo hat, kind of a flat bill hat. Mm-hmm. Um, always wears a face cover. Um, his face is never showing. As far as like the side of his face is never mm-hmm. showing. Um, typically three-piece suit. Um, jeans, real classic. Like when you think of like a classic man, like that's what it looks like, and has an incredible voice. And his message with his music is is bar to none. Right. Highly check him out, Gregory Porter. Go check him out. Uh, what you in a Hamilton? Yeah. Have you seen the Roots? I have. This? You like that? I one? have. I have seen the, the mixtape with the with the Roots when, yeah. when they when they did the when Hamilton mixtape. What the? No, uh, I'm talking about their tiny desk. Uh, when they came in with I? the tuba, I think I have, but it's been a minute, bro. It, I, it was listen. I, I think I have, but it's been tier. like a minute. Root, I, I'll go back and watch it. The tonight. roots one. Uh, come on now, Tom Mish for sure. Tom Mish for sure. You would like Tom Mish. I really okay. you would like Tom Mish. Uh, I'm. He's not. Hip hop, he's not really R and B, he's not really pop. He's kind of like he's a mess. He's, he's a mess. He's his own thing because he has like some jazzy stuff. He does. He does a little R and B. He's like he's throwing some rappers on some songs. He's like this really skinny, like tall white guy plays the guitar. Tom Mish is dope. Like he's really. Dope. I would check him out. He, uh, yeah, he, his tiny desk was pretty dope. Um, and then I mean, you know, the Roots. Obviously, they had a good one. Um, Kurt Franklin's was really Yo, good. Yo, I watched Kurt. Fra- man, you I was having Kurt- a church in her, church in my room. I told Kurt you. Fra- other, man, I, told you I, told, I told you the other day. The Kurt Franklin tiny desk. It, it was good. Man, it was really good. Dog, I can't. Let me tell you about Kurt Franklin. He's been around for so long. I know. This man, like, I don't know, it was like a 08, 09, something within the span of that time, just had like a reincarnation of himself. He's like this cool, laid back, kind of pop gospel artist now. I love his music. Because he had to, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a rebranding. <laughs> well, that too. Shout out to Kirk Franklin's team. <laughs> that, that too. That, that's what it is. Shout out to Kirk Franklin's team, because that was that was a definite rebranding. But and, think, and, and he still sounds amazing. But yeah. I think every musical artist, if you've been around that long, you gotta rebrand. Yeah. You got to. Jay-Z can't Jay-Z don't sound like he did when you, you know, he don't sound True. Like he, Taylor Swift rebranded. Yeah, yeah. So like You think you think Jay rebranded or or the the core stayed the same, but it was just right. the I delivery the of I, it. I think everybody's like they the core of them stays the same, but obviously what you talk like what you talk about has to change. I right. Think. Not necessarily. Push push a T, throw him in there. Put put. So I saw the reason he I talks said about he he's been talking about selling cocaine for twenty years. <laughs> he really has. He's I been mean, talking. About, look. And it's worked for him. And I'm a push. I like Pusha T. You know what I'm saying? But also, it's a reason for, it's like when we like, yo, who the new dudes right now? Like, even when Pusha T first came out, he he it was like, all right. Even when he went solo, when his brother stopped rapping, he still was kind of, it was like, all right, we rock with Pusha T. <laughs> but like, if I, he's he's never been like, 
He's never regarded, you know, this is going to be my hip-hop head coming out of me. We never regarded Big Pusha T the way we regard Big Sean, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Drake, even though he killed Drake in the battle. There's a, there's a even, reason, there's a reason even behind Even Meek Mill to who, who, Wale, even Meek Mill to a certain extent, Rick Ross, all these people I just named came out, quote-unquote, after Pusha T. There's a reason, though. It, it's he doesn't he doesn't put out and this is no disrespect to push the team no nah, no nah, not not at all he yeah. just doesn't put out the he doesn't put out the bodies of work that those artists i feel like those artists put more out but i will i will preface it with this though um with push the T, he took a little bit of time off especially when he got on with good music and mm-hmm. he was he was president he wasn't doing as as much music right I just saw something like probably a week ago, and he, people were people were talking. I mean, he's he's working. He's always working. Um, but people were talking about like during that time. It was before it. Man, we getting tired of hearing that drug rap. We tired of hearing that drug rap. You don't have him for a little bit, and then people were like, "Man, where's the drug rap? Where's the drug rap? At? <laughs> right? I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym, and I, I mean, but I, cer- certain music, right. like you said, gets you hype. Yeah, but maybe I'm. I need to revamp my uh my workout playlist, but for me, my workout playlist is pretty like set like as far. They don't as, change it. I mean, no, I don't change it much. Like right. I kind of, for me, I, when I think about working out, I kind of go more to like an artist. Like if I need me a workout song, <laughs> a new workout song, even before like DMX, RIP. Like I was like, yo, D- I know DMX has got something for me. Uh, I know Migos has something for me. For the gym You know what I mean 50 Cent in the club That's on my workout playlist From here to eternity It don't have to be my As soon as you hear Go Shawty It's your birthday You got <laughs> You ready to go You uh-huh. ready to You ready uh-huh. The last rep is coming You, you know what it. I'm saying So that's what I mean I think more like On the workout tip You kind of go more To the artist But I mean You know That's what I was saying But No just But I'm saying Like as far as like How them dudes Like Like Rick Ross was bubbling, then he blew. Drake bubble blew. Wale trouble, bu- excuse me, bubble blew. Like all those dudes I just named, even YG. You know what I'm saying? YG, you know YG. That's my that's my West Coast dude. Because I was like, because he was kind of Diggs. YG and Stefan Diggs are the same person. I, I'm convinced. They are. They are. Google YG and Google Stefan Diggs, people. That is they the are. same person. They are. That is the exact same person. One plays football, one raps, but they just doppelganger. But I'm telling you. YG and Stefan Diggs are the same person. I never seen them in the same place at the same time. I need to see Stefan Diggs at a YG concert before I believe, or I need to see YG at a Buffalo Bills game before I believe they're not the same person. Holding a balloon, yes. eating a sugar cookie. They, they might need to take a picture together. Them two are the yeah. same person. YG yeah. and Stefan Diggs, both very good at their professions, by the way. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Because I used to, YG was kind of like, you know, I mean, I'm a down south, West, I mean, you know, East Coast guy, but I used to like Snoop Dogg and then Snoop went to Snoop Dogg to the game. We used to listen to the games album all the time. We played AAU and then we, you know, went on to uh, YG and then Kendrick. So I got a couple of people I be listening to. But, you know, Tom Mish, though. Get the time, Tom Mish's tiny desk uh, with Jordan Raykai. Jordan Raycott. He's dope. Um, I'm surprised you ain't say snow. Oh, well, you know I was saving the best for last. <laughs> you know, Snow Allegra. She's she, Man, she's I, she's a talent. 
All right. She got the baby hairs, man. She do. Our Linux, uh, yeah, got a good tiny desk. Summer Walker too. So I mean, I, I there, don't know. There's a whole bunch of. There's so many. Like there's every genre of music is on that thing. Like it's crazy how 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 the tiny desk is. And, and then it, even now when they're doing them at home, that's pretty dope too. Justin good. Bieber just had one too. Say again. Justin Bieber did one. Yeah. Like you saw that one? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard his, about it. His whole little little thing going on. I, right? I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I think so. Uh. I'm trying to. It probably is. Well, it's been at least a month. It, it may be borderline two months since I saw the Justin Bieber tiny desk. But it's dope, though. It's. I mean, it's. But I like it how they're short. They're like 15, 12, yeah, 15 minutes, real short, in and out, three or four songs. Mm-hmm. Peace. Yeah, I'm gonna need. But yeah, I'm. I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I'm gonna need J Cole to get on that thing. Quit playing. Him and Kendrick. They get on Kendrick. How do you that. do that in a in a tiny desk setting though? I mean, people doing them at home. Jack right. Harlow's was at home. Uh, but uh, but I like but I, the Justin Bieber's like, was at home. The the thing that I like about the series is it's so stripped back and and you know not a whole bunch of reduction for the most part. It's very you know here are the intimate. words yeah mm-hmm. here are the words here's the message. Not a whole bunch of production value to it. Yeah, I mean, if you do it at home, like there's people who do it at, at home. They, I mean. I like the ones at home from the standpoint of uh, you kind of get to see them even more in their element because some, you know, some decide to do it in like uh, like Rick Ross. I, I'm pretty sure Rick Ross was in like a basement or something, maybe. Um, <laughs> he had to do some random, the dude with the pink hair kept singing. I'm like, get out of the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you are just blowing minds right You know one we forgot? What? Polo G. The Polo G one wasn't bad, and I know it that's was, a that's a fresher I haven't seen one. that one. You ain't gonna like that. Okay. One. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you probably like wouldn't that like that one. It, I ain't gonna wait. I, I ain't gonna let you waste ten nah, minutes of your nah, life. I mean, but you here. Here's the thing: it's something for you to try. It, it for me, it was the energy of it, not necessarily the message, but right. it, it was different. The, the, like every, he did have a theme with his. Yeah, all he the rest of them were in a home. Yeah, setting. yeah, his was outside. Yeah, it was outside and it was cool. It was when good. all the, and then all of them was wearing like Laker jerseys, but like they was wearing like different, different. different. Somebody had like a Magic Johnson, somebody had Kareem, somebody had like Jerry West. I think he was wearing LeBron. I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, of course the King. How you feel? I know this is off, but. Do you think LeBron James could ever take Michael Jordan? I think that's what you mean. Take him, take him, take him over. Like you think people ever be like, yeah, you think there ever be a point where people like, hey, LeBron James better than Michael Jordan? I know that was just random. No, you don't think so. I think they're two separate people and two separate Uh, bodies of work. I think we just get hyped up too much in that man. I I think we get hyped up too much in it because here's the thing, and I know it's a lot of people again might not like this. Some of the things that Braun is doing, I'm talking like just in general, outside of basketball, Jordan didn't do. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna be real from a standpoint of what I see kid wise, yeah. and and I and I'll put it this way: my man started a school. Yeah, he did, he did start a school, and there may be things that Jordan did that we just didn't hear about because there wasn't the social media pitch there. It's the same. It's the same token with Marshawn Lynch. People hated on him so much because, oh, well, he don't want to talk to reporters. You know, he he's stubborn. He just kind of wants to do his own thing. He wants to play football, which he's paid to do. He wants to take care of his family, which he's supposed to do. 
and he wants to give back to the community something that is valuable to him. What's mm-hmm. wrong with that? Like, like what what is right. wrong with that <laughs> in yeah, that sure. sense? You know what I mean? Um, but back back to LeBron, I just I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think it necessarily matters that because I don't yeah. think people are gonna let it. I don't think anybody ever is going to say, "Yo, you you better than than NBA." Yeah, no, I I was just talking. I mean, I don't really, it don't really, I don't think you can compare them, and it is really going to even matter either way. So, I just go with that. But it just that just hit hit me. But for sure, I I we have to remember, you know. But no, seriously, on the tiny desk tip, I think you'll be like you're like Tom Mish, um, Jordan Rika, and then um. The roots for sure. Oh, definitely. Those those three. I think those three. And then you have to. So what's the guy's name? Uh, you said you liked uh, uh, Gregory Porter. Gregory Porter. Gregory Porter. Garrett. Garrett. Gregory Porter. I had to check it out. President Anderson loves Gregory Porter. Oh, she does. Yeah. Yeah. She she got some. You you want to get in conversation with President Anderson? Go walk up to her and talk about like, hey, check out Gregory Porter. Yeah, you'll be in a conversation for like fifteen minutes. There you go. Great. Oh, okay. There you go. So, uh, Derek, I know we've kind of been all over the place, but uh, as far as, uh, you know, where your position you're at now in Worcester County, kind of tell everybody, you know, what you're doing now. You know, what, well, I shouldn't say what you're doing now. What's getting started up now and then what kind of things you want to build on for the next few years? Um, man, we're, we're just happy to have programs, man. Uh, I'm currently running uh, youth soccer, which is great. We're just under 300 kids, which coming out of a pandemic, man, not not too many, not too many departments and not too many leagues in our area are doing numbers like that. Um, so we've got that. You know, we're actually working on some stuff uh, coming up for the fall. I mean, our, our summer slate is great with summer camps, specialty camps, uh, your special, you know, baseball, softball, soccer camps, the norm like that. That's all back. But I'm excited for fall because that's when we get back to some of those community givebacks health fairs uh we do a track or treat event where um kids are able to come in and see different vendors get candy and it was cool this year because that was the only like quote unquote uh trick-or-treating that snow hill kind of pokemoke area had Mm -hmm. Uh, so to come to the rec center and have that opportunity for me that was special because you know we, we see a lot of kids that let's let's be honest on this side of the county it's not it's not always the greatest atmosphere for them. Um, there's not always that many experiences. So to be able to have some things like that kind of coming back and we're able to build on, um, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for tournaments. Man, we haven't had tournaments, basketball, volleyball, uh, soccer. We haven't had that stuff go on in over a year. So to see kids, it's, it's weird when you're working out at the field, you're doing certain things, and then you're out there on a Saturday or a Sunday for a game, a tournament, and you hear kids. Like the first first day, it tripped me out a little bit because I, I wasn't used to it. Yeah, wasn't used to hearing it for a while. But no, we're we're getting we're getting ready to go, and I mean, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, next year, everything's wide open, and we're able to get UMES in on some things that we've got coming up with after school programs. Our after school programs are huge. They're they're huge and not in a number standpoint, but in a standpoint of what it means to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of parents and uh, guardians, you know, grandparents, they depend on that to be able to finish out their work day. So to be able to have a kid in, you know, after school flag football it might only be, you know, eight kids. It's not a league, but it is a program that they enjoy. They learn something about it. And that parent and that guardian is able to finish out their day. 
So, man, I'm, I'm just excited for normalcy. That's right. It. Give some kind of the chance for students to kind of interact with each other who haven't really interacted with one another in almost like a year and a half and kind of, you know, development and, you know, have some development, you know, learn some life skills just throughout playing the game and kind of just being get around some people. Off, get some off the technology. I mean, right now that for the past year, technology has been our crutch because it's had to be. Uh, but, I mean, get, getting outside – Man, I just went to Dick's Sporting Goods a couple weeks ago, man. I was excited, man. We got a wiffle ball set, man. I'm good. We're hitting the ball. You know, we got soccer balls. We got the pop-up goals and everything. But just being able to get my kids out and, and really enjoy enjoy the Eastern Shore for what it is, man. Eastern Shore has, has some hidden pockets, some hidden parks that a lot of people don't necessarily know about. But this year has been really, really good in highlighting them because – I mean, once spring, early summer hit last year, only thing you really could do was go to the beach, go to the parks. That's about it. Yeah, I know because um, I don't live far. Well, neither we neither one of us live far from City Park. And I before the pandemic, no matter what time of year, I would run through the City Park. And even though on the really, really nice days, it still wouldn't be a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. But last summer when they started to say, hey, you can go to the park again, that first time I was like, man – like they took over my park. Like I was like, I could, you can't, you know, the trail, everything, you know, it's not the same, but it's good. I was, I was really good. Uh, Cause I, I, I like seeing kids outside and playing and, you know, the parents with them and right. stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, I think, I think it's for, I think you can't, and at least the way I view it, you can't really have a kid kind of sit behind a computer or an Xbox or whatever system they're on now. Um, go outside, go get some fresh air. Got to, got, got to. to. Gotcha. Those are the life skills that matter. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, look, I've been an educator. I'm not going to knock education at all. But at the same time, you know, kids need to be able to interact. They need to be able to, you know, have a disagreement with you mm-hmm. and understand your idea, but convey their idea in a way you can't, you can't necessarily do that over a computer. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. you have to, you have to physically talk to people. You have to be able to adapt and, now with schools opening back up, you know my kids being in there full time, man, it's been it's been great. It's eased that load a little bit. Can, with, you, can you tell the difference in them now that they're finally back oh, yeah. with their parent with their friends? Yeah, man, they're tired when they come home. <laughs> <laughs> now they're, uh, but, but no, you can you can because you can see, uh, you know, even for me, like I said, it's tough when you're bouncing around with different events and, and activities. But your kids are coming home. This is what I did today. This is, you know, what we need to bring in. You know, my youngest, he's doing a penny war at school. Like they're getting back into the stuff that they were doing. So for the kids, it's very it's very important, but it's very good because their minds work a lot faster than ours, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. So we're all still thinking pandemic, pandemic. Oh, well, last year, this man, they're almost done with it. Like for them, if you're if you're in school. All you know is I'm in school. I'm back doing what mm-hmm. I'm I'm used to doing. So it's not the only thing is really you know them still wearing the mask and stuff. But it's not even they're not really tripping over. They've kind of they've kind of gotten so used to that that it's kind of just part. Right, of the it's deal. not a thing yeah. for them anymore. Yeah, which I it's funny. I it's funny. I was actually working last night at the Civic Center, and um, it was a dad like he he was dropping one daughter off, and the other one was with him, and he had like a was it a gate the Gator yeah. mask? Gator, yeah. And he was talk like he was talking to the other one, and then it fell down. So the the mask like fell down as he was walking out of the door, and so he just kind of kept walking. And then you know his, his little daughter, who's you know she couldn't have been no more than five or six. She's daddy mask mask. So it's like they 
at even that young of an age, they like, they just know, yeah, hey, this is what we things. do. So it's kind of, sometimes I think I'm like, man, are they going to, are they going to be able to let them go when it's time to go? Because they, they used to mask now. It's part of the checklist. Right. Yeah, it's part of the it's checklist. Because like I know for us, man, we put our masks and stuff by like the door as you're leaving. Mm-hmm. I ask my kids, you know, you have your mask or I, I hop in. Oh, man, you know, got to get your right. mask. Wallet, and keys, like, oh, phone, yeah. you and know. Mask. You know, and, and my youngest like, no, nah, I got my mask right here, Daddy. Right. Okay, yeah. cool. You you want it? Oh. Yeah, as far as this is already, it's part of it's part of the wardrobe. Now. It's right, it's part of the wardrobe is a fashion thing now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Derek, appreciate you uh, coming through, spending some time with us. Uh, before we let you go, uh, where can the good people find you? Where can they find me, man? I'm on. I'm on. What my social media and all yeah. that? Are you talking? What websites man, can ever, you go I'm to for resources? Man, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Snapchat. I'm on, on Instagram. Um, I think I'm like D Jarm or D D underscore Jarm ten. Or no, it's D Jarm underscore ten on uh, on Instagram. But I, I'm actually more accessible than sometimes I, I would like. You know, what I mean? <laughs> it's one of them things where like you kind of got to be connected. You got to know what's going on in the right. community, so you, your face has to be out there. So I mean, Raylan can tell you sometimes I, I try to dip in the corner a little bit and, and chill out, and you know I'll go to the beach. Right. Man, you the guy that was doing the, uh, the yeah. workout video, right? Nah, man, it was it was another dude that had locks. So. <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, that's not me. But it, but as far as resources, if people want to connect with you, you know, get you know kids their kids in the summer camp or program throughout oh, the yeah. year going forward. What website that, or definitely. what definitely um, um, and uh, org, uh, and you can hit me up on my my email it's djarmon j-a-r-m-o-n at marylandscoast.org and we would love to have your kids in in programs um, and I even have you know folks that reach out it may not be for programs in our county but they're asking for information on you know different music programs just in the general area so I'm always trying to funnel some some folks to where they need to get to man that's what's up. Uh, appreciate it, Derek. Uh, you know, don't be a stranger. You know, glad you come to talk of the yeah, show, man. man. All right. So for our social media, uh, on Twitter, Ray underscore Law 12, R underscore Ward Law on Instagram, Law to Land on Snapchat, Raylan Ward Law on Facebook and LinkedIn. Wow. You got them all today. You didn't forget. Right there. Still no TikTok. You know why? Because if it's really good, it'll be on Facebook and it'll be on Twitter. Yep. Instagram, too. Instagram, too. Uh, I'm at Langston Frazier on Twitter. You can follow me at uh, Langston Frazier on LinkedIn. You can also follow my other podcast, the Langston Frazier Show podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes coming soon. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, the Honing Your, Prod, uh, Honing Your Craft podcast with Jason Crafton and um, Fred Batchelor, episode five coming soon, uh, MarilynShoreHawks.com and on our Facebook. Facebook page that's where you can find the links for that also hog athletics has partnered with route run apparel uh for these nice handy dandy masks yes here they're, they're sweet right here so uh to help to uh stop the spread of covid as much as possible uh there's four different styles so go over route one apparel uh route one apparel.com excuse me and uh search umes and you'll see the Nice mask there, and uh, please support our Hawks and show your Eastern, uh, excuse me, Maryland Eastern Shore pride. Yeah, local business, a Maryland brand. Absolutely, there Based, you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so next week we're on a slight, slight break, slight 
Great. Langston's going out of town. Yeah, going out of town, going to cover some uh, college golf. Uh, Speaking of golf, I was out there Tuesday. We out there, I mean, look, you know. It was gorgeous this week. Great day to play some golf. Listen, I, I played well. Good. For me. For me, I played well. Uh, Progress. That means when summer rolls around, you're gonna be you're gonna be ready. I, I hope so. So when you show up at at my golf course, you're gonna be like, "I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready." And, and it's it's funny because I got my first. I've never parred a par four, right? But not one, but two legit bogeys. Like I'll par four, it. I will take it. Five shots twice on Tuesday. Um, one one was out of the sand too, so oh. you already know. Like if that, oh, you trying going, to get up and down, up and down. Listen, if that one didn't go in the sand, that was a par. You know what I mean? But I mean, I can't help. I what happened was I hit the ball too far. That's what it was. Oh, so now you, yeah, so now you got a distance. So, now you got a distance problem. I hit problem. the ball too far. I was no, I was just playing. I didn't hit too far. I just had a little Good. little curve on the end there, and the, the the sand was right by the green. But I chipped it out of there. A uh, quick little two putt, and then uh, the other one. I, good, good off the tee on both of them, which isn't normal for me. And then the other one, I kind of would had to chip on, and I chipped on at one putt. So I, I got to the green. The first time I got to the green on on the fourth shot, I was, you know, it was a long putt for par, so I knew I wasn't gonna make it. Right. So just two putt, got the bogey. The other one, I chipped on and got close, and then just knocked it in for the bogey. Love so, it. Listen, man, I look. I was. You, you're getting good at I, this golf thing. I was ecstatic for those for those two, you know, holes. So, but Don't. We, we we getting somewhere. I got a um. It's the tee box for me, man. If I can control that, we'll be okay. You get off the tee, man. I, I slow. Well, I slowed down my backswing. That's what I did. Slow backswing, fast downswing. Yes, what it is. I slowed the backswing. A little bit more focus, and um, I'm, I'm feeling a little better. So hopefully, hopefully it doesn't go too bad. Don't. But as always, uh, follow your Hawks everywhere on uh, Facebook, Eastern Shore Hawks, uh, Twitter, ES Hawks Sports. Every team has their team has their page from there. Use the hashtag Hawk Pride, hashtag Outshore Our Team. Join in on the conversation with us using the hashtag TalkShore, and email us at mdtalkshore at gmail.com yeah simple as always we've been tested for COVID yes we are all negative he has his shots I have one Derek you got shots yet I had my shots uh, back in January see he (laughs) has his shots too we all good we all good of course socially distant in the studio of course in our studio crew that's here Um, it's all masked up shout out to them for being here really appreciated our crew in the control room we appreciate y'all as well Um, yeah Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share it with somebody. We're on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you tune in, subscribe, and uh, share it with somebody. We're also on YouTube. Talking to Shore podcast on YouTube. All 21 episodes are on there. And and we do have some news. We, we almost hit 1,000 views on all Absolutely. 20 episodes to date. So we, we got to keep this. We got to keep this rolling. I feel I feel really good. All 21 episodes. Our podcast is legal. Our podcast can go to the bar now. Yeah, man. We get Our podcast can sit down at the bar and have a drink. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, 
that's it for us. We've plugged all our socials. We we said, you know, practicing COVID. Hey, if you didn't go get your shot, go get your shot. Wear a mask. You saw, you know, Raylan's got a really cool mask. Do it in style, Wowie. Um, but yeah, we'll see you. Not next week, but in two weeks. Um, we'll do one more episode. Um, before graduation. Before graduation. We already have a guest lined up. And uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a it might be a tearjerker, uh, supposedly rumors 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 have it. Rumor have it. Rumor be a has it. Might be a tearjerker. I'm not much of a crier, huh? I'm not much of a crier. Yeah. So so it's only the other person sitting in this seat. <laughs> <laughs> now, apparently, the guest says the goal is gonna make me cry. We'll see if that happens. It'll be graduation week. We'll see what the hell happens. Yo, hey Joe, can we get some sky cam today? Is that there? We go. Gil Sky Cam, take us out of here. All right, and as always, thank you for watching Talk to the Short. My name is Raylan Wardlaw. I'm Langston Frazier. Folks, we'll see you in two weeks on another episode of Talk of the Short. Thank you, everybody.